Hello. Rico. This is. How are you, Brother Angelo DeCipio? How are you doing? Well, hello, sir. How are you? I am so well. There should be two of me. Right. Listen, <laughs> I got my fan on me, and I got an earpiece. Uh, how's my reception to you? Is you sound terrific. Okay, good. Okay, great. Super. All right. How are you? Uh, you're already doing one. Wonderful. So I just woke up, and I'm doing good also. <laughs> So, well, I was I wanted to make sure that I didn't wake you up. That was the thing. No, <laughs> no, no. no. Uh, I have to get up anyway, do things, and work uh, the graveyard shift tonight again. So, so yeah, you uh, you work the overnight, right? So you right you now, still, yeah. You still with the uh, LVPD? No, no. I had to retire in 2016. I got uh, sick. I almost died twice. I don't know if you heard. Well, I knew that you had some uh, some health scares. Um, I only know that because uh, I'm I'm friends with Kenny Bolin, and oh, uh, he well, and Kenny I spoke. Knows the whole story. Yeah, Kenny and I talked a little bit about it. He didn't go into a lot of detail. Right. But uh, I know that you had some some issues. Yeah, a couple of them. Like I said, almost. Checked out twice. Uh, you ain't really going bad. nowhere, brother. Bad. You got a lot of fight left in you. You ain't going nowhere. Thanks. Thanks. Well, the man upstairs says I'm not going because, believe me, and when we talk and you, you hear and see what, ha what, what I was and what happened, you'd be, I'm amazed. And I did it. How, how sick I was and modern medicine took three years, could fix me. I've switched to vegan juicing and something called the Gerson therapy, watched five different documentaries, and in three months, I, got, I was getting better. And now I'm back to the swing of things. I'm in the gym. I got a job again. Uh, and my, I was 272 pounds with a 45-inch waist. Now I'm back down to 201 pounds with a 32-inch waist. God bless you. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. I, well, I, I'll give you all this. would be a good story for your podcast, along with the wrestling stuff. Well, yeah, we definitely want to talk to you about it. Um, I, you know, I know that you had, you know, and I knew, you know, I, I knew a little bit more than I'm, than I'm leading on to. Um, you know, I know that you had some really serious health concerns. I know that you almost died at least twice. Yeah. Um, I had I had I had bilateral pulmonary embolisms, embolisms because I had one blood clot in each lung. I had two blood clots, one below my left knee, one above my left knee. I had post concussion syndrome, post concussion syndrome, vertigo, about seven migraines a month. My blood pressure normal was like 170 over 110. My pulse was running at 105. I had plaque in my arteries, fatty tissue on my liver, and I was pre-diabetic. Other than that, you were healthy as a horse, right? <laughs> Other, yeah, and that's just what I can remember off the top of my head. Holy shit. What did they do about your vertigo? How did they treat that? I did. I did they didn't treat shit. I did my vertigo. And my migraines. Really? I, I, this is, I, was getting, I was getting Botox shots in the head. I was getting nerve block shots in the head, and I was getting trigger point from my neck all the way down my back because I had two gener degenerating discs in my neck and two degenerating discs in my back. I got that teeter board thing upside down board and the power of raw vegetables and juicing and stuff like that. My neck is fine now. My discs have regenerated, and my spine is straight again. All from changing your diet out. My lifestyle. My lifestyle. My whole lifestyle. I'm telling you, I got wow. all the raw footage. I have all this raw footage. For the 60 days, I, I didn't drink anything but juice. And I made my own juice, my own fresh vegetables and juices. I, ha I videoed everything. I got all this raw footage. I just don't know how to put it together and give it to people on YouTube. But it's, I'm telling you... If I wouldn't have done it myself, I'd have called the person a liar. Wow. My my cholesterol in January was two hundred and fifty two. I had my I did the juicing, I started January 9th, tenth, and I did it straight to March twelfth, 
I got my blood tested again in April. My cholesterol went down to 104. Holy shit. Yeah. The, all from juicing and changing my diet. From uh, eating meat to just vegan. Actually, I'm worse than a vegan. I'm what they call a, a whole food plant-based nutritionist. Wow. Holy man, that's crazy. People people need to hear, hear this. And uh, Jesse Hernandez. Yeah, they need to promoter, hear it big time. Dude. Yo, the whole world promoter, needs to hear that. Yeah, my first promoter, Jesse Hernandez, the Empire Wrestling Federation. Okay? He's a diabetic, and I he saw what happened to me because he was, would talk to me on the phone when I was sick and, and stuff like that. He He's a little overweight. He's diabetic. I told him, this is what I did. He says, well, let me try some of this. He, oh, this is all he did. Yeah. He, changed, he changed his morning routine. He had oatmeal in the morning, had his fresh juice, cut out a lot of red meat, and he curved his flour, his processed flour. His, his diabetes injections, because he was taking injections every day, were cut in half within 30 days. Well, see, that's a concern to me because I am diabetic. You know, I think you need to listen. Yeah, well, you know, and he only did it. He only changed one meal a day. I changed. I did a 180 from what I was. I did a 180 and changed everything. Cold turkey, cold turkey. I didn't. I didn't graduate or gradually. I went quick, cut, turn, change. Jesse is just did a little bit, and he got results. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay, just so one I, meal I, a day. He just changed his breakfast. Yeah, breakfast. That's it. Wow. You can call and ask him. <laughs> you know, it's funny because they tell me, the, the doctor tells me, because I see I'm taking metformin for my diabetes. Right. right. And, I'm yeah, right. so, yeah, you know what that's all about. But the doctor says that I'm actually better off eating more uh, more food during the day to increase my metabolism, that would help with my diabetes. But I, see, I'm funny though. I'm Italian. I came if I'm not hungry. Yeah. And and, and uh, being Italian is part of my my issue because you know I love my bread and my pasta. Yeah. I'm Sicilian. Talk to me about it. Oh yeah, I know. You're a Pazan. I know, brother. Yeah, yeah. So believe me, that was hard. And I'll tell you, I was when I got I was sick for three years from 2016 to 2019. And I was in bed 20 hours a day, every day. That's uh, what Kenny said. He said you were bedridden yeah. when we talked. 20 hours a day, three years. Oh, man. Yep. What three finally years. got three. you motivated? What got you out of bed? This guy, right when I left WWE, it was in 05. You know, a contract was up. I went to Japan. And uh, before I did, uh, uh, before I... Um, I left WWE, right? Okay, so I did all the stuff, and I was going back into police work. But I had, there was too much time between my first police officer training certificate and my second. There was 20 years. So I had to re-go through another police academy to get my new certificate. So I had to get a job. So I, there's a hotel called The Palms here in Vegas, and yeah. I used to work in one of their nightclubs called Rain. Back, back in 05, this was a hot club. This was a new rage and everything. Even Terry came down. Uh, uh, Terry. Uh, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, no, I, 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 know, I know Terry. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. Well, I, I, don't, I can't assume. But yeah, Terry came down, saw me at the club because he had interest in the Palms and the new tower. And so he came in and stuff like that. So I was working there and while going to the police academy, I met this gentleman named Scott Adams. And we became great friends. We worked at night, da 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 da. So we were friends throughout the years, but we lost touch, lost touch. And prior to me getting sick, I happened to bump into him. So I bumped into him like 2015, somewhere around there. And he saw me, and I was healthy, you know, 230 pounds. You know, I had a 34-inch waist then, but I was lifting healthy, cut. And we talked. And then we lost contact for three, three years at that. So... January 3rd, he gives me a call. Hey, Rico, how's it going? Blah, blah, blah. I said, Scott, I'm sick. And I tell him what I've got. He can't believe it. He says, we got to meet. I said, uh, yeah, I can't really meet. I'm, I'm sick. Right. He goes, okay. And so we talked. He goes, I got to talk to you. 
He goes, I got to talk to you, and maybe I can help. I said, okay, so we'll stay in touch. I never stayed on the phone long because the blood clots and lungs ruined my capacity. So I couldn't even walk up my flight of stairs. If I walked up, I had to lay down. If I walked down the stairs and got something from the kitchen, I couldn't turn around and walk right back up. I had to wait downstairs for two or three minutes until I got my wind to come back up the stairs. So wow. as I'm sitting here, a guy calls me from Sarasota, Florida, where I used to bodyguard with him for a, a, a certain client. Right. He tells me there's a job here in town, bodyguarding. And I'm like, uh, John, I'm sick. I can't, have, I can't even get out of my own way. He says it's an easy gig, 35 bucks an hour. All you're, all you're doing is watching uh, copper cables. And what had happened is uh, the local cell, cell phone company built a tower, and Nevada Power was too busy to hook it up to the line, so they got a big generator out there powering this tower, which is now functional. People are coming in stealing all the cables for the, for the copper. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, so what he, this company wants two people to secure, for about three or four days, secure this uh, generator. So I said, okay, John, I said, I, I can watch it. I said, but if somebody comes, I mean, I, I can't fight them off. I said, uh, somebody sneezes, I'm grabbing for a chair. I said, I can't stand, I got vertigo. He goes, can you still shoot? I said, yeah. He goes, good, take the job and shut up. He goes, you got a friend? I said, as a matter of fact, I do, and I just <laughs> talked to him. He goes, see if he wants to work too. I said, good, he's healthy and big as an ox, so he can, he can handle the manual labor. <laughs> so I called Scotty back, and I said, hey, Scott, you want to meet? He said, yeah. I said, how'd you like to meet me and make $35 an hour for a couple of days for 12-hour shifts? He goes, hell yeah. I said, okay, this is it. So we got the gig, and uh, while we're there, while we're doing the gig, he talks to me about, he's been a vegan for like a year and a half already, talks to me about the, about the process and juicing, fresh juices and all this stuff. Right. And I'm listening, and he says, I think this can help you. Well, we watch, while we're sitting there for 12 hours watching a, a, a generator, which doesn't move, well, I watch five different documentaries. I watch right. What the Health, What the Health, Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead, uh, Gerson Therapy videos, uh, Forks Over Knives, and the last one I saw is Fed Up with Katie Kirk. I watched those videos, and then two days later, I switched. I gave all my carnivore food, all that shit, to my son-in-law and daughter. I bought a juicer at Fry's, and I turned and did everything right then and there. And then I went on a 60-day juice fast where I did nothing but drink juice for 60 whole days, January wow. 10th to March 12th. The reason why it was March 12th is because February was, was lost two days. We, February went to 28th. Yeah. So I did the true 60 days. And in those 60 days, I went from 272 to 204 pounds. What, in 30 days? 60. Oh, 60 days. Yeah, I lost That's 68 amazing. pounds in 60 days. No stretch marks. No, uh, like, 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 no loose skin, none of that crap. I mean, I dropped the weight. I got healthy. I was walking. I, I, you know, I, I Scott made me walk once a week. I'd drive to his house and we'd walk 2.25 miles up and down hills. When I first started, it took me almost an hour and 15 minutes to walk that 2.2 miles. By the time we finished, we were doing it in 35, 40 minutes. By the end of my 60, uh, 60 days and 70 days. That's remarkable. Days, I'm telling you, it, it's, like I said, if I didn't do it, Angelo, I'd have called those people a liar. What are you selling me? Snake skin. Uh, what is that, snake oil? That's what I'd have said. But, and I videoed. That's true. And I took pictures every week. Weighed myself and took pictures of my body every week. All four positions. I have all this raw material. I just don't know how to put it together, and I'm reaching out to people to help me put it together. So I oh, absolutely. Well, I'll tell you what. You know, it's funny, Rico, how things work out. One of the guys that does the show with me, his name's Mike Messier. He's a filmmaker. He's a documentarian. That's what I need. Well, you know, um, he's going to be there. So, I mean, we can uh, we can work it out so that uh, that we're you know 
that were all on the show. I would love to, you know, yeah. to, to, to hook you up with them. I'll send you the before pictures, and then I'll send you the after picture. And just from the picture alone, you're going to go, what? Well, yeah, see, because I, I remember what you used to look like. You know, I'm, I know that you were a you know, competitive bodybuilder, and I know you were jacked to the gills, yep. you know. Um, yeah, but you, you saw that. But y'all want to show you a picture of what happened to me. Right. And then, and then, and well, what I look like now. Yeah, you know, it's funny because I, I saw you. In fact, I think you were, you were talking to Kenny. You might have been on Kenny's uh, bowling alley. And uh, I think I saw you there, and um, and you looked good. You looked like you had put weight on, you know, at that time. Oh yeah, Russo on the on his on the Brolin alley. When I talked about Ken, uh, uh, Bruce Pritchard and Ken yeah, yeah, face, yeah, yeah. That's the Brolin alley one. Right, yeah, because yeah. I did Kenny's show with him. Ah, okay. Yeah, I was on. I was on. Uh, you know, one of his episodes. I. Uh, you know, uh, we I, I did probably two hours with him that night. Yeah. You know, well, we actually talked nice about stuff. you yesterday on my podcast. We were talking about oh. you a little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, you know, look, I, I was putting you over. I was, you know, telling people that uh, been in contact with you, and it uh, looks like we're going to have you on the show, and uh, everybody's excited about having you on. But see, this is amazing to me, Angelo, and very humbling. I've been gone... This month was my last, 2004, was my last television appearance. Right. And here it is 15 years later, and people still want to know about me. This is humbling. I am so honored and just, I'm, I'm speechless about it. Well, you know, see, here's the thing, though, and I have a, I have a thought about that. You know, I, I, and I always believe that it's not the quantity of time that you spend there, but it's right. what you do with the time there. Oh, yeah. I, you know? I'm, a, I'm a believer of that, too. I'm always about quality, not quantity. Absolutely. And then, and then yeah. you know, and people remember that. I guess they you know? do. Well, I yeah, well, because you're the, they're still talking about Rico Costantino. So, look, you did something right, kid, you know? I, I, get, I get mail to this day. I mean, they send me trading cards. They send me photos. They send me stuff. With the self-addressed self, and they asked me to sign it. I sign it and send it right back. I still to this day, I'll get maybe maybe seven a month, something like that. And they come from all over the country, all over the world, Germany. Now, did, Rico, do you do the conventions like you know, no. like all the other guys do now? No, I, I don't sell or go to stuff like that. Uh, one, I was too sick. I could. Right. I showed up this. I showed up the CAC this year in May. Because I right. was on Hannibal's show, and uh, oh yeah, Hannibal from Canada. Yeah, so I showed up there, and he caught me, and I did a show. But this is right. I mean, I started juicing in January, so I, I saw him in May. So I lost six. I lost all that weight. So I looked pretty bad. I was, and I'm, now I've come back the other way. You know. Yeah. Uh, so I look a lot better. People say, "Boy, I wouldn't recognize him. He looked terrible." Blah 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 blah. He looks old. He didn't look like he used to. No, be. Yeah. brother, let me tell you something. When you did the interview with Hannibal, I thought you were looking pretty damn good. You looked better there than you did with Bolin. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, you saw the difference. The people who saw Hannibal didn't see the Bolin one. They, 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 they had nothing to compare. Oh, you All looked amazing. Was... Dude, you, oh, you looked you. pretty damn good. Yeah, see, people remember me of my last television appearance, and then they saw me there. Yeah, they didn't. They missed out on all the in-between stuff. Yeah. So to me, I did look terrible. Because, of course, I was 43 years old, 44. Right. That's my last thing. And then I'm 58 now. You know? I was yeah. I was going to say, you I and I are... I, I know that you and I were, like, pretty close to the same age. I'm 60. Oh, see, we're so, we are. Yeah, we're and I know same. that... Yeah, you and I were, like, right in the same ballpark. I knew we were maybe yeah. a year or two apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we we have the same upbringing, same Italian heritage. Oh, upbringing. I followed, yeah. brother. I followed your career from the get go. Okay. Oh my gosh. I'm okay. from the gladiator. No, I'm serious. Wow. From from the gladiator wow. days. Oh yeah. Oh, for Amazing. sure. That's a shoot. Thank you, Ed. That Thank that's you. straight shoot, brother. No, I've wow. been following you for a long time, 
And, you know, when I, I said, you know what, I'm just going to, just for the hell of it, I'm going to reach out, and what can Rico tell me to go, you know, pound sand up my ass? But I'm going <laughs> to, but I'm going to reach out to Rico. And if he tells me no, <laughs> at least I can say I reached out, you know? Right. But then when you, you called me back and went, I'm going to have Rico on the show. <laughs> I well, told I, everybody, I said, Rico's going to do the show. You watch. Yeah. I, well, on the messenger thing, I'm not, I don't, I'm not, I have a Facebook account. That's because Kenny set it up for the GoFundMe and stuff like that. Right. PayPal. Uh, but I don't do Facebook. What, uh, and the reason why, the only reason why is I wouldn't be able to answer everybody back. Yeah, and I'm sure. I, I would feel like a piece of crap if I couldn't answer. And all of a sudden, one of the names is an eight-year-old kid. And I couldn't answer him back, and he got discouraged. I, I don't want that on my conscience. So I just don't do social media. So I have Messenger, and I, and I was at work at my, you know, I do uh, something called patient safety. I'll explain that in a minute if you want. And I was going through my Messenger because somebody was messaging me. Oh, I was talking to a fan in uh, South Korea. And uh, he ta I talked to him. He, he would message me all through my sickness. He called me Captain Amarico. That's what he calls me. Oh, it's funny. <laughs> Captain Amarico. And he was there through my whole sickness, giving me encouraging messages and everything. And so I, I keep in touch with him, definitely. So as I'm doing, I flipped, I hit a button. I don't know what button I hit, but I hit it. And then I found all these, these names who had sent messages wishing me well. And, and I'm like, holy crazy, huh? crap, look at all this. I answered every one of them. And you happen to be one of them that was in there. I answered everybody back because I, wow. I finally found it. I didn't know. I, I, I'm like, holy mac, this has been hiding all this time. I'm for sure these people are going, holy crap, he answered me. <laughs> you know? Yeah, for probably, sure. Some are probably wondering, is this really him? So I get a lot of that, too. Is this really Yeah, oh, I'm sure. Yes. Well, yeah, yes, you know why a lot, because a lot of guys have a, what they call a ghost account where, you know, it's their name is on it, but, you know, they got like yeah. some staffer, you no, know. I don't do the ghosting. Linda, uh, Linda, Stephanie and Hunter do the ghosting. I don't ghost, but I do have web pages that people are saying to me. Uh, there's a face, there's another Facebook account. I guess there's something called Tw Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. And, yeah. Well, yeah, you don't have another, Twitter. Thank, thank no. God for that. No, I don't. I don't do that kind of stuff. Uh, you don't I, know I, how don't, lucky you are, brother. <laughs> <laughs> from what I hear from other people, yeah, uh, yeah, I just I you just know it, 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 it's a it's a big charade. It's a big. It turns into a giant cluster. You got yeah. people, you know, bad mouthing each other. It's just you know what it is. It's yeah. it's a it's a marketplace for the marks. Yeah. Well, for it, well, it really is. Remember our day when somebody used to get mad there on the telephone? We used to call them telephone tough guys. Yeah. Like, Come here and say that to me. Come here and say, and they're and they're over the phone. Well, right now they're doing the same thing, but it's over a computer behind. Well, the yeah, they the, they have the anonymity of a keyboard. They they can bring. Yeah. yeah, they can be brave yeah. all day long. Yeah, and they do it, and I just want. I don't want to get into it, but. You know, it's just too much drama. I, oh, my God, I yeah. Like, yeah, so I don't like getting into it. So I yeah, I don't, who, who but, could blame you? Yeah, but that, but that is the reason why I don't do Facebook is because I would not physically be able to answer anybody, and I wouldn't want anybody answering for me. I wouldn't want a staffer, like say if I had a staffer, to answer anything for me. Yeah. I answer my own stuff. And I don't care if you bring it to me, you're not going to put it in my words to this fan who has, you know, reached out to me. So I, that's why I, like I said, I don't have an account. I have an account, but I don't, it's not active. But yeah. yes. Well, see, that's the old school in you, though. But that, that's also, that's also the Italian in you. You know, you, yeah. you, you <laughs> know, very, yeah, no, I, believe yeah, me, I understand completely. Yeah. 
So I, 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 I'm, I'm really happy. I got a smile on my face from ear to ear talking to you. You made me feel really good today, Angelo. Well, I, look, you know, the, the truth has to be spread. Yeah. You know, and uh, and I look at it this way. You know, if you have a story to tell, people need to be able to see you and hear you. They need to be right. inspired by what you have to say. You know, yeah. there are a lot of people, you know, Rico, straight up, brother. There's a lot of people that need inspiration right now. A lot. Yeah. I, I know. I deal with it at my job. I've trained, I mean, two or three people right now at what, what I'm doing. And I got two young adults, you know, 21, 22 years old. And they're looking up to me to get trained, right, and to be inspired. And, I, and that's how you train people. And for other things in life, I do it in the gym. When I'm at the gym, young adults come to me and they ask me, well, how do you do this? How do you do that? Or this. And I, I just give my time, help them out. Rico, so you, everybody needs inspiration. do you do any uh, motivational speaking at all? No, I've never, I've done motivational speaking when I used to be, uh, when I, right after I'd done Gladiators. I worked with about 10 different children's charities for a year. Right. I donated all my time, and that's motivational appearances, motivational speaking. And then when they wanted to pay me, I'd say, okay, I don't want to get paid, just feed me. And the ones that did hand me a check, I would say, okay, and I would donate it right back to whatever organization I was working with. Right. Cerebral palsy, muscular dystrophy, make a wish, all that stuff. Adam Walsh, uh, Special right. Olympics, you know, all that. I would give it all back. So I did that for a whole year as I turned as the American Gladiator champion that year after I won. You know, it's funny because so, I'm running through my mind over here. I'm thinking, like, what I'm hearing you say would make a hell of a motivational video. Well. If you're, see, I I don't have the talent for what you have, Angelo. Uh, I've I've always been a firm believer: do what you know, you know. Um, and 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 what what's your gift from God is is what God gives you. Me, it's what He gives me. And it's like uh, I don't know a thing about fixing a car, and I would never try. I'd always bring it to the shop and have the mechanic do it because I don't know how. And right. Pay the guy, right? But drop kicks, body slam, security, and law enforcement, I, and stuntman work, I'll tell you fucking all about it. Now, health. I'll tell you all about it because I lived it. I did it. Oh, yeah, sure. See? So, what you're telling me is, is like foreign to me because I don't know. You're the guy, you've been in this field, I got to take your advice. And if you're thinking of something, that's great. I mean,. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's that you know more than I would, and if you got a hint or an idea that could possibly work, I'd have to say, okay, tell me about it. You're the expert. Yeah, I'm telling you, it, it's just, it just just reeks of motivational video. You know, I'm thinking, but, you know, to get that out to people, to hear your story, you know, to see what you've been through, to, to know... You know, that it's possible for them, you know, look, there's, it's like the old question is, you know, if Rico can do it, well, you know, I can do it. You know, he's yes. giving me, you know, I'm finding strength through his encouragement, yeah. you know, just and, like you found, you found encouragement through your friend who, you know, yeah. you had no idea this, this guy was going to change your life. You know, you never know. Nope. You, you never nope. know who God puts in your way, brother. Nope. And Okay. Last, uh. Tuesday night, I'll tell you, this is how close it was Tuesday night. This young man who I've trained for security, you know, at a, at a club, I gave him a ride home. And he, my boss told him my path. And I guess he looked me up on the Internet. So as we're driving home, he tells me, man, I want to do what you did, blah, 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 blah. And I said, okay. I said, you're a young fella. You can do and I started explaining, you just got to put your mind to it. And I said, listen, listen to this phrase. This is what I've lived by my whole life. When I, when I finally started to do things after I was 21. Right. And I said, listen to this phrase. I said, what your mind can conceive, your heart can achieve. I said, think about it. Yeah. And he did. And he went, wow. I said, so... You could do anything. And I told him, I said, there's nothing special about me, pal. I just put in the work. 
And I said, the human will and the human spirit is the most magnificent thing on this ball. I absolutely concur. Absolutely. So, I tell people all the time, it's, it's funny, it's kind of along the same lines of what you said, but I tell people, believe it, receive it, achieve it. There you go. And that's, same thing. You know, yeah, it's exactly it. the same thing. Believe it, receive it, achieve it. There it is. Same. And it's you not complicated. No, no, and that's the funny thing. It's a two plus two equation. It's it, yeah. so simple, it goes over people's heads. They, people can't believe it's that simple. I know. Well, you they know what? It's funny because the simple solution often eludes us because we, we, you know, we become accustomed to doing things complicated. Yes. yes you know, indeed. I believe, and, it, and it's funny because I believe this in, in all, with all my heart. Human beings are hell-bent on getting in their own way. We love to obstruct our own progress. Yes. Yeah. And we uh, do a wonderful, magnificent job of it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we do. Yeah, oh, yes, boy. We do. Yeah, buddy, do we? <laughs> yeah, we do. Get in our own I've way every time. Yeah. I've done it. How do you think I've learned I've made my mistakes. So if everybody's oh. oh, he's had a great, perfect life. Eh. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. Look, look brother, I, guilty as charged, you know? Me too. Yeah. <laughs> I had to go through the rough spots to get to the good spots. Because if you don't go through the rough spots, you'll never appreciate the good spots. That's exactly never, right. Never. Never. There, so, was a, there was a short time in my life. I'll never forget it. It was a short time in my life that I was homeless. It's true. That's a shoot. And I was sleeping on park benches and, and it dumpsters behind restaurants. So a guy came out one day and I'm, I'm huddled up next to the, to the dumpster. The guy comes in, out and he happens to own the pizza place that I'm sleeping behind. He Takes me in, he gets me cleaned up, he gives me a job. This wow. is all true, all true. He gives I, me I a no job. No reason to doubt you, Angelo. <laughs> oh, every bit. It's a, every word is a shoot. So he gives me a job, <laughs> and I so now I'm working, and I got three or four days, and you know of pay in my pocket, but I still, but I'm still sleeping out behind the dumpster. I said, you know, I need a place to sleep. He goes, until you appreciate the hardness of the sidewalk, you'll never understand the comfort of a bed. Wow. Yeah. That's I'll cool. never forget. He said that. I'll never forget that. And oh, then man. that night, I was sleeping in a bed. My own wow. bed. For I, I had enough money. In like three weeks, I had enough money to get a little apartment, just a one-room flat. You know, everything was in one room. The kitchen, the bathroom, every, it was like one room. Right. And everything was there. like, a, what do they call them, like efficiency apartments? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, I, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was one of them deals. And that night, it's, it's that concrete. was... Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling wow. you. Yeah, it was amazing. It was. Oh man, it was amazing. Uh -huh. But and I won't you trade like that journey for anything, man. That was an amazing no. journey I went nope. on. Yeah, I've had people ask me because uh, I'm in my fifties now. They go, "Would you ever?" You know, people I've sat and talked to when I've gotten to this conversation. Would you change anything in your life? I said, "Hell no." They me go, either. Not even the bad times. I said, "No, especially not the bad times." Because of all those bad times, look where I am now. It was it the all. bad... No, Rico, yeah. think about it, yeah. man. It I was did. the bad it's times that educated you. Yes. And I have you. Would you Would you like to be 20 years old again? I said, hell no. No, because I was I stupid. Said, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I said, I've learned so much since then. I said, no, I don't want to go back. I don't care if I had this knowledge. I'd not go, I would not go back to my 20s. I don't care. Yeah, I was like, why would you it? want to? Especially, no. especially these days. Would you want to be a 20-year-old today? Nope. Not no, on I your life. Them. I see them. I see exactly what they're doing to themselves. And I just, I don't understand them. 
I don't understand the last three generations. I, I, oh, but let me tell you something. That's a whole conversation we could do a show about. Please. Yeah. Oh. Oh, Tell my God. Tell me you hit the record button on this phone call. This is some good shit. Well, and it's funny. Um, you know, that's the thing about a podcast. You know, podcasts are forever. Yeah. You know? You, hit the, you, you got the record button going now? I don't, actually. Ah. But, oh, wait, you know what? Hit record. You know what? Hold what? on a second. I'm I'm serious. Hold on, because I want to see something. Because I have a feature on my phone that does record, but let me see if it's on. Okay. Because this could be a whole podcast in itself. Guess what, Rico? You're in luck. It's We've been recording the entire time. Well, there's a podcast in itself, my friend. I'm telling you what. Well, I still want to get your ass on the podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, yeah. I mean, do you have people call in, ask questions, and stuff like that? We we have that capability, but we haven't used it yet. That would be okay, interesting right. to try to use that. Well, well, I mean, call or type in while we're podcasting. Can oh, yeah, we can. Oh, yeah, definitely. We can definitely do that. For sure. Yes, absolutely. For sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure this is going to raise some questions. Uh, with a lot of people, your family. Oh, I hope it does. Well, I'm, I'm being facetious, but this is going to raise a lot of questions. Because when I did the Hannibal thing, a couple of people, you know, the, the naysayers go, right, just drinking juice cured you. Well, you know, of course, I wrote him back. I said, listen, it's not just juice. It was a process. I just couldn't go into it on the show. And I wrote him back. And then I had another guy say, uh, what 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 uh, oh Rico? Why didn't you thank everybody on the who donated to your GoFundMe page? And I I said, well, I did. I said, but I didn't do it on the show because it wasn't the time and the place. Hannibal didn't allow me to go in that direction. Right. I said I do thank everybody, but these are the naysayers, you know. But they have their questions. But you know. But it was, was like probably a wrestling. It was a wrestling crowd, though, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. there you go. Hello. Yeah. But I answered those guys back, and I and I explained what I just said to you. This is why I didn't do this. This is why I did this. Yeah. I know it wasn't just juice. It was a process I went through that cured me. Three years modern medicine. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not crapping on modern medicine. I'm not crapping on it. The right. doctors are good for what they do. I'm just saying there is a better way, and... It's really, and through these five different documentaries, I learned what this way was. I did, I researched the documentaries. I used the information that these people gave out, and I took it, put it together, and put it in a plan into action. And I documented at least once a day, if not three times a day, my journey on my phone. I have all this 60-day raw footage. So I did what all the, I did all the mistakes. And then I put it on film, and they corrected it. I said, okay, don't do it this way, but do it this way. This is how I figured this out. Or this right. is how I figured this out. This is the juicer I use. These are the vegetables I use. Uh, this is what helped me here. You know, I started working out. Look, I walked here. It took me this long. Uh, I couldn't even do one lady push-up when I started this whole journey in January. Wow. I couldn't do a lady push-up. Now I'm at the gym. Five days a week, three days with weights, two days with cardio, and I'm I'm running a mile on a treadmill in like eleven minutes and thirty seconds. Damn, son! Yeah, <laughs> Holy shit. yeah. I could. You know, I went from not being able to walk up two flights of stairs in my house. Right, to getting blown a mile. up from yeah, getting blown yeah. up from walking up the steps. Yeah, to doing a mile in twelve minutes. Yeah, basically. That, that's that. See, people. Yeah, need that, to know that's this. pretty remarkable. It really is. Well, one, I thank God for it because He put Scott in my way, and two, and there's another thing about. Don't forget, I was a licensed minister also. I could marry and bury. Uh, you know, I heard that. I think Kenny. Yeah, I, I think Kenny said that too. Yeah, he's the biggest atheist in the world, and. Yeah, the one thing he says on the show, he says, see, I'm friends with a man who was a man of God, a minister, and he and I get along great because he doesn't try to convert me, but he's still strong in his faith. See, he said, I don't 
Kenny knows what all I'm about, you know? Yeah. And, uh, oh, I caught him on one of the shows one time. I sneezed. He went, God bless you. I went, what? You don't know God. How could you bless me? He started laughing. Exactly. He started laughing. So, but, <laughs> you know, um, yeah. Oh, I, I got I, news I for you. Let me, let me tell you something on the shoot. Oh, real quick. Oh, this is what I wanted to say. Yeah. Faith without works is dead. That's, that's the comment I wanted to get out. You got all this information and stuff and with God, but you have to, you have to move with it. You can have the all the faith of, in the world. The book of James, chapter 5, verse 1 through 5. I know it well. Is that what it says? Book of James, brother. Jesus is brother. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I know who he is, yeah. But faith without works is dead. Yeah. So you can have all the faith you want, but if you don't put it in action... Yeah, you're gonna be, you be right where you are. Be like running on a treadmill. That's always been one of my favorite things. That's always been one of my favorite scriptures. Faith without works is dead. Yeah. Well, you just impressed the hell out of me. Telling you what. Well, you know, I made the, I made kind of a believer out of bowling too. See, I, I, I haven't told you what I do for, for my shoot work. No, I don't. But I don't know. But, you know, you and I have a little bit in common. You know, you did police work, but I work with the police. But uh, I'm not a police officer. I'm a psychic. Okay, but, oh, oh, that's why it says psychic on the... Okay, now I get it. Yeah, I'm I'm a legit psychic. Wow. Okay. That's what I do. I get it now. And wow. I did a reading for... I, I was on... Kenny brought me on his show because basically he wanted to test me... Uh, you know, to to prove me wrong. Well, wow. I I left that show and made Kenny a believer. Good. I said, now if I can only let you make you believe in God, I think then we would then we're on. That would be the real miracle, getting Kenny yeah. Bowen to believe. But yeah. you know, here's the thing, though. I think he believes more than he lets on to. I really do. Yeah, I, and that's what I was just about to say. He he talks a good game. But down deep, I think I think he believes. He just likes. What is what is that? Uh, what was that? And Tombstone with Kurt Russell, with uh, Doc Holliday. Yeah. And he says uh, my my hypocrisy only those. He goes and and Wyatt says you only like to think you're a hypocrite, Doc. You're not. You know. So I think Kenny thinks he's an atheist, but you know. Yeah, like but you know what like that you, you know what what all that deals about. You, you see. Kenny so admires Jimmy Cornette. You know, Jim Cornette's uh -huh. an atheist, so now naturally, you know, Kenny Boland's an atheist. Right. So, I mean, so, you know, I, I, when he starts talking about, you know, his atheism, I go, yeah, 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 all right. Blow it out your <laughs> ass, Ken. You know? Because I'm one of the few people that could get away with telling him to pound it up his ass and, yeah, you know. I'm one of them, too. I yeah. Mean, we've had our... Jesus meetings. I don't think you know. he. I don't think he. You know, he likes to talk back to Italians. He probably might get whacked or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did he ever tell you the story when we met and how we got to be friends? He he went into about the it. Photos, he, about yeah, the photos he in the started trunk. to yeah. go into it uh, at something. Um, I believe at the uh, OVW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he went in. He started to go into that story. And then he, of course, in typical Kenny fashion, he sidetracked yeah. himself and went into a completely different tangent of. Yeah. But so I never really like, you know, heard the full story. But we can explore. We, you know, we can actually go into that on the show. Yeah, we can. Yeah, we could do that. Right. Yeah. But yeah, it was funny. Uh, just a little misunderstanding, and and once he explained himself, we became the best friends. In fact. He's the reason why I became a heel. Because when I got hurt, when I tore my quad right. uh, in the match, and they were bringing me back, uh, Kenny's one bring me back as a heel. Cornette flipped out and said, he's our top baby face. He'll never be a heel. Kenny said, give me six weeks. And if he's not a heel, he'll go back to face. Within three, I was the top heel. Right? Ain't that some shit? Well, that's Kenny. That was Kenny. All Kenny. Did that? Well, I'd have never been a heel. That was all bowling. Wow. Yeah. 
And that was, I don't know how many times he's done it, but that was one time he, he outsmarted Cornette. Well, it didn't. I can tell you this, Rico, it didn't happen often. <laughs> no. It didn't no. happen uh, often. Not, well, let's put it this way, not often enough. Well, yeah, but, uh, but at least Corny listened to him. You know? He did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and that was it. But Kenny was the only one that believed I could come back as a heel. And I came back. But like I said, it was, I, I just liked working. I would have done anything, you know. Uh, yeah, I love the business. Yeah, I, that's I what everybody says. They said, I don't care what you have me do, you know, what, just, you know, just let me do something. I love the business. I just want to work. And that's, yeah. I hear that from a lot of people. You know, you I just want to work. Do you think I thought of these characters? Uh, the two characters I had? The two characters this gave me are the exact opposite of my personal life. The exact opposite. I know. Uh, uh, the Billy and Chuck thing, right? Yeah. An effeminate stylist. I'm like, a stylist, because that's all they said. You're, this, you're their stylist. I said, okay, stylist. What, hairstylist? What kind of stylist? Are? And then, you know what I got told? Flesh it out. Yeah. I'm like, what? Flesh it out? Well, uh, what, do I, what do I wear? What do you, where are, I said, I don't know how to manage. I'm a wrestler. <laughs> and I barely know that. <laughs> I said, I just, I just started wrestling at 38 years old. I said, uh, and I'm 39 at this time. 38 right. almost 40. Now I'm like, I don't know how to manage. Thank God for Billy Gunn. Because Billy said, don't worry, kid. I'll take care of you. Just follow my lead. I said, okay. Well, part of what I heard, because I, I know a lot of people in the business, and I, I grew up in the business. But part of what I heard was part of the problem was that you were too good looking to be a face because the, you know, they had faces at the time. You were, yeah. you're a good looking guy. Having another yeah. good looking face wouldn't have served you well. Having a good looking guy that the women adore, but's a real prick underneath, you know, that works. You could take yeah. a good-looking guy and make him a, you know, stinking rotten heel, and that'll work. It'll get, you know, get him over. That's Rick Rude. That's Perfect example. Exactly. But then the other issue was that you worked too well. But I think because you started later in life, your body mechanics and, and what you picked up and what you learned was far superior than some younger kid that forgot 10 minutes after he started. Yeah. You know? Yeah, uh, yeah you know who told me? You know who gave, brought that conversation In other words, I think you retained more. I retained more what? I think you retained more knowledge. Oh. Older. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I didn't do the stupid stuff. I didn't go out and get drunk. I didn't get hooked on pain pills. Exactly. You know, stuff like that. So Exactly. Um, uh, also, the only reason why, they were going to cut me. In fact, they cut me in 90 days, and it was Cornette, Jim Ross, right. and Stone Cold that got me the job. Got me, said, hey, okay, you're going to cut him? Cut him in 90 days, but at least let him get on the road. Maybe you'll think of something. Right. And Stephanie is the one who thought of the manager for Billy. But, um, yeah, the good-looking guy thing and stuff like that. Uh, Raven. Raven talked to me one day at a house show, and he said, um, okay, Rico, you know, what do you like being? Do you like being a face or a heel? I said, I like being a heel. He goes, well, you got to do something about your face. I said, What? You got to do something about your face. I said, what do I need to do about the face? He says, you got to go sideburns or something. You know, you got to do something. I said, okay. So that's when I started going sideburns. Sideburns. Oh, are you there? I am. Hold on one sec. I might lose you. Call me back. Okay. Well, let's see. I'm, I'm on. I'm listening. Can you hear me good like this? Yeah, sure. Okay, I'm in my car. I got to take my daughter to the post office. So, um, yeah, so I, I said, I'm not going to grow those. 
I said that Honky Tonk had them. Rock had a version of them. Right. You know. <laughs> so I grew my Wolverine sideburns. And he'll, he won't ever take credit for it. Yeah. He said, I didn't tell him to do that, but that's why I grew sideburns. It's because of him. Really? Because of Raven? Raven told me. Yeah. That I had... He said that you were too good looking to be a heel. The, well, what the idea was, the sideburn was going to try to ugly you up a little bit, right? Yeah. <laughs> it that didn't was, work, brother. That was his, uh, <laughs> yeah, that it, was his thing. Yeah. That's funny because you know, it's funny because Scott don't live far from here. Oh, man, he doesn't live far from. Well, you know, it's he'll funny. Take... Yeah, he'll yeah. never get credit for a lot of the stuff no, that he he'll came never up take with. Credit. He they will he won't take credit for it. Oh, really? He, he says I didn't tell him to grow those sideburns. Wow. Yeah. That, now that doesn't surprise me because he's a real laid back, humble guy. Yes, he is. But, he helped me you know, a lot too with my journey. He helped a lot of guys, and and he never got the credit for helping the people that he helped. But the one guy that puts him over to the moon is the you know Blue Meanie. Ah, I remember him. Yeah, he's actually teaching at the Monster Factory here in New Jersey. Oh. Yeah, he's teaching okay. wrestling with Danny Cage. Danny Cage. He was he was a he was a cup of coffee guy, you know. He was in and out. Um okay. he was one of Larry Sharp, pretty boy Larry Sharp's guys. And when Larry Sharp uh sold the Monster Factory, he sold it to this uh this Danny Cage. You know, uh, oh. he worked. He was an enhancement guy, Rico, in uh, it back in the in, in the Fed days when WWF at the time. Okay. Before they became WWE, but yeah, he's got the Monster okay. Factory now in Blue Meanie. In fact, you know, Raven teaches there once in a while too. He'll come in and do a class. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because that's that not. Sounds... Yeah, that's not far from here. Wow. Yeah, I live okay. in the heart of, like, wrestling country. I had uh, Jimmy Snooker lived 15 minutes away. King Kong Bundy Chris lived, in, like, 10 minutes from my house. Um, I had, oh, God, who the hell else is around here? Oh, Tom Brandy, the Patriot. He was, okay. he's, yeah. like, 30 minutes away. They're, they're all within, you know, striking distance. Right. You know, but listen, I yeah. you, you you're uh, you're taking your daughter. So listen, do spend time with your daughter. You and I will talk uh, over the next day. Okay. All right, give brother. Me call give me a message. Pleasure talking to you, Angelo. Oh, I'm I'm honored, Rico. Thank you. It was it was all my pleasure. I appreciate you. All righty, sir. All right. Spend some quality time with your kiddo. Thank you, sir. You bet. Take care. Bye bye.